Hello there, I'm Bob from Creation Station. Welcome to Tech Talk Weekly. This is our weekly show, 12 to 15 minutes a week that we give you two or three cool tech stories, talk about something fun that's happening at the library and send you on your way, hopefully with knowing a little bit more about what's going on out there in the world. Today we have Patrick Fleuramond from the studio, which is our teen tech space here at the main library, downtown Fort Lauderdale. How are you doing today, Sir Patrick? I'm well, yourself, Bob? Life has been pretty good around here. It's been, it's been a good week. We've had some nice things happening. Lots yep. of fun programs going on. Just signed on to do a new AI talk in okay. April. So we're gonna have some fun things coming up on that. We'll post that in our future episodes. Uh, Patrick's got some really fun stuff happening at the studio. If you haven't been to main library and seen the studio, that might mean you're too old. Uh, <laughs> the studio is our space that is only for teens, uh, 13 to 19 year olds. 19. Mm -hmm. And so if you're over 19, uh, you can't come in parents, teachers, nobody like that can come in. We're, we'll, we'll hook up on that in a few minutes. Let's get to some of these news stories that we've got out there. Um, because I really think that there was some interesting stuff going on with everything old is new again, in a way. Um, the first story is China and Russia are gonna build a space station. Uh, this is a really interesting story for me because this goes back to you know the 60s and the original space race between Russia and the United States. And then you've got some other ideas out there of who's where. Uh, we've talked about this at Mars. Um, China's now got an orbital uh, satellite around Mars now. Uh, and they've got a, a mission that's going to land there in May. So we've really built this new space race that is coming back into it. Who do you think is going to win there, Patrick? Russia. Maybe <laughs> <laughs> not China, but I, mean, I guess Russia would be cool. I think, yeah, I think it's an interesting idea that we cut China out of the original International Space Station. Mm -hmm. And now China and Russia are cutting us out That's of out their right. space station. <laughs> and the the actual next one is India. Really? Okay. Um, yeah, we've been talking about all these places and things. India is the next. They're scheduled to have regular astronauts launch out of India. Okay for the first time in the next two years. Okay. And that will be a fourth place to actually put up uh, astronauts on their own because there's 46 countries that have had astronauts now. Uh, so it's it's really an interesting idea for where this could be happening um, going down in the, in the near future. Okay. Um, if, if you've seen, um, there's some TV shows we won't talk about that are out there. We don't want to hype them too much, but there's some a really fun stuff out there. Mm -hmm. It was cool. And then this. So, Patrick, you've got the Alexa there in the studio. Do you have another one at home? Um, no, I don't. Well, I had one and I gifted it away. So I didn't keep it. Wifey didn't necessarily like it too much. Yeah. No. Well, this story might change her mind, maybe. Okay. They have, uh, this is from University of Washington. And when we put the links up on Facebook tomorrow morning, I'll put a link to the actual uh, paper that they wrote on this. Okay. They have figured out how to use the smart microphones that are built into any of your smart speakers. So the Echo or the Google Home or whatever. And sorry if I 
turned on any of your speakers out there a couple of minutes ago. I forgot to not say that word. Um, so the A word, um, but she has multiple speakers inside, or multiple microphones inside. One of those microphones is designed to hear you say her name to start her up. They figured out, and they have this little device here on the screen. You can see the little white box here. Yeah. You just you have to stand within half a meter or so, so one and a half feet or so, um, and it can detect your heartbeat. It's kind of crazy because it's got two microphones and they can compare the the two. Isn't that weird? Yeah, that's cool. But it seems kind of interesting too. Looking at looking at this model, it looks kind of similar to what I was originally showing you about the um, what is that? The the little circuit. That I was talking about. Yes, first. yes, the Mickey Mickey's and Arduinos. Yeah, right. It looks pretty similar to that. I mean, it, I mean, I guess it would have some of those same components on there, but it's primarily those those microphones that's picking up those uh those beats. So that's that's cool. Yeah, and it's something that could be working right now. In fact, they've got it working in the experimental phase. Right. It's not available to the public. You can't just go download this skill onto your um Devices. Echo right now. Yeah. Uh, the reason for that is because it needs to go through a um, FDA testing and approval for the algorithm to prove that it works. Because um, this would be a health device, right. unlike some of those watches, like your Fitbit that says it's got a heartbeat EKG. on it. Right. That doesn't. It never got through FDA testing, so it's not a. It's not an actual health device. So they want this to be a real health device, and then. In theory, you'd just be able to walk by and your smart speaker would say, hey, wait a minute. Do you want me to call your doctor? Your your heartbeat's really irregular right now. Hmm. And they could just automatically call. That's cool. Yeah, man. I mean, hey, the, the wave of telemedicine, man, this is where we're going. There are people who do telemedicine through the um, – uh, video ones too the shows mm -hmm. and the stuff with the videos there mm -hmm. are people who have been doing that they haven't um i wonder they're not fully encrypted so i'm not so certain about um how that would work for doctor visits like doing full telemedicine right you know like how people do it over doxy doxy is one of the uh, hipaa compliant uh, browsers right. out there okay. that people can use but yeah, I think we're getting there slowly but surely, and we're finding new ways of using these and doing this. The reason I was saying this is everything's old is new again is we talked about this using these microphones and speakers two years ago when there was a publicized hack about sending false sounds into your speaker using lasers. And so now you're intentionally sending weird sounds in that can actually do something to save you. Right. So it was really nice. Uh, just so people see it, I'll put these links up. Uh, this is the actual paper uh, using smart speakers to con for contactless monitoring heart rhythms. It was uh, just published uh, in uh, March 9th. So brand new stuff. And there, it'll probably take a year or two for FDA testing right, right, to right. Uh, get out there. And then my, what was that there, Sir Patrick? I said, yeah, it makes sense. Yeah. You gotta test it out and make sure all those bugs out, man. Well, yeah, it's it's I think it's more of making sure that it actually complies to real um controls. You know, how know, much yeah. somebody can really have, you know, how how far off can your heartbeat be kind of thing. Okay. 
there the final is. going back into, and this comes back actually to our very first episode that we did of this back in December, sure. what we talked about WhatsApp and how uh, they were updating the security privacy stuff in how some, we compared some of the other um, apps based on how encrypted they were and how secure they were. Well, Line is one we didn't talk about then because it's really not used in North America at all. It's got barely any imprint here, but it's huge in Southeast Asia. Okay. They are fully encrypted, meaning full end to end encrypted, just like Signal is and Telegram, where you can't know what the message is. Even Line, the company, doesn't know what the message is that's being okay. sent back and forth. Which is a big thing for using for these places like Myanmar and places like that, where they're trying to send secure messages that the government can't get to. They're right. using these. But Line as a company figured out how to do fact checking on messages going back and forth without breaking encryption. Hmm. Because what happens is somebody has to get this message, you forward it to one of the Line admins. They verify what the content of the message is. Okay. And then they compare that encryption signature for what that message is. And then compare it to anyone else sending that same encryption pattern and then stop those messages from going out. Hmm. So it's a really interesting way around breaking encryption so people can still stay safe and still share their information back and forth, but they can't share lies or things like that because if you've got something that came to you, the U.S. election was hacked or whatever you want to say, you know, that's an obvious falsehood, you can then compare that and stop that from being shared by other people because that same message is going to have the same encryption signature going back and forth. Right. What kind of these uh, services do you use, Patrick? Um, I've used Telegram, but not not so much, and, and WhatsApp. But WhatsApp primarily to uh, speak to family members out of the country. Um, and before I had uh, like a Google Voice number, I still do. So when I would go out of the country, I'd use that, but never so much on the uh, encryption type of stuff. Like I know I had friends well, that say- Well, actually right there, you're, you're on the encryption thing though. That's, that's, that's the beauty of it. Right, right, using, right. using Telegram Beautiful. and using WhatsApp, mm -hmm. you are encrypted and you're good to go. And, you, and your family doesn't even know that, do they? Right, and we, and we, cause we primarily wasn't using it for, for that reason. And then a friend of mine was like, yeah, they would use it because it was encrypted. And I think one time when somebody mentioned that before I was using Skype and it was like, well, it's not encrypted, but I'm like, well, I'm not, you know, doing anything that I think would necessarily need to be safe. Yeah. But then again, they were saying sometimes like, let's say the family from Haiti may be sending some information about maybe like money that they're sending and they have certain numbers that they don't want being exposed out there. So then they would, you know, send it via the yeah. WhatsApp versus try to send it by mail or regular and text. And or message. that healthcare information. Right. So there's uh, a lot okay. of reasons for everyday people to make sure that your stuff is encrypted. And that's right. why we, we did a show about that, about talking about Signal and all those things out there. If you don't know, go download Signal and use Signal. If you don't use anything else, Signal's a good, safe alternative. It's an open okay. source thing. It's great. Um, WhatsApp is owned by Facebook, so eventually your stuff's on Facebook servers as you may or may not That's, that's what I started to learn now. Too. Yeah. So I was like, okay, it's on WhatsApp is, you know, Facebook now. So I'm like, 
probably not as secure as it once was before. Um, and it's an interesting it's an interesting dichotomy there. Yeah, right now it seems to be, but nobody knows at what point it could right. change. Right, right. Um, I like I use WhatsApp and Signal as my two primaries. Okay. Uh, one of the reasons is because WhatsApp has a take back. You know, like I can cancel sending a message. Yes, I've seen that. That's a cool little feature. So yeah, so like you you send something. Oops, no wait, I right. didn't mean to send that to everybody. I only wanted right. to send it to my wife. No, here, right. stop that. No, let's take that one back. So yeah, that kind of stuff works well for me. Does does um, Signal have something similar to? What they have something similar. They have something similar, but their time frame is a little bit less. Gotcha. Like you've got like thirty seconds or sixty seconds on WhatsApp, or longer. Um, whereas on signal, it's a much shorter thing. It's like you hit send oops and you take it back. Like you, depending on what you're sending. Yeah. And like you said, if you're sending, you know, sensitive, you know, banking and medical stuff, you, right. you want to make sure you sent it to the right person. Right, right, right. It's good. It's Thank good. you so much for being here, Sir Patrick. Um, I want to talk about the studio. Because you guys have some really cool stuff up there. Our cool library thing. We always wrap up the the show with one cool library thing, and Patrick is our cool library thing today. Because oh. <laughs> <laughs> Patrick is our person in charge of the studio for teens. Tell us about what the studio is, Patrick, and I'm gonna go up and show some of the cool tech that you guys have in there. Okay, yeah, I actually have one of the little things I want to kind of show here too, the M Audio keyboards. But um, the studio is a safe space for teens, 13 to 19, um, to be creative, uh, do things related to film design, graphic design, filming and editing, photography. We have various uh, cameras here, T, the, the Canon T5 Rebel cameras. We have some Panasonic, you know, point and shoot digital cameras. Uh, we have a Sony 4K camcorder. We have a green screen. As you can see on the screen now, we have one of these Pioneer DJ Serato uh, little sets. Um, that's you know, professional DJ yes, stuff. Yes, professional DJ. So, yeah, I mean, we've, and that's, that's one of the things that's been really impressive about the studio that Patrick and the people who run that, they've been able to bring people in and teach teens what teens will want to be taught it hasn't been librarians coming in and putting their foot down and saying okay today you're gonna learn algebra this yeah. has been like okay cool what's going on with this you know and they want to learn how to be a dj we've got the gear they go out and find girls who make beats or something or like that and bring beats, them in yeah. to uh show the teens exactly how to make this happen they've put on plays they've done all sorts of different types of art mm -hmm. um so they've done some really nice stuff in the studio if you know any teens around um, especially uh, heading down towards Fort Lauderdale area, um, send them on our way. I, the studio was open and running, so yeah. there's no problems with coming in there and being in the studio to use that space as you want. Right, right. right. Mm -hmm. And, and got, hours are the same still there? The hours are the same. It's, I don't know if uh, people have other old, older flyers, but um, 2.30 to... 30 minutes before we close uh, Monday through Friday and Saturdays, we are 11 to 30 minutes before we close. I think before they had some of the old flyers with the old time, uh, but then again, the library has also changed hours. So the yeah. that we have are not accurate. But, um, and, and the libraries all over are, you know, we've adjusted hours twice now. So right. 
you never know when when the next change is. Which we're always saying, come to the library website, you know, broward.org/library, and that will get you exactly what you need out there. Sure. But yeah, we got a lot of these cool things. We got these Macs. We got these keyboards. Get to play around with it and um, have fun. Yeah, it's it's been a really good experience and seeing some how how amazingly just productive talented. i mean talent i mean but they're productive i mean there are kids sure. putting out you know 30 and 40 videos that i've seen from them in there yep. it's just craziness I've seen so some, yeah they, they've been doing some really work good work in there yep yeah, seeing kids come in here and make beats um got into it really heavy and for making like one beat a day to making more than five or ten beats within a day and then putting it on different sites and trying to you know get people to purchase their beats and it's like that's a cool thing so yeah they get very yeah. productive in here see everybody's got to have a side gig yeah <laughs> <laughs> well thank you so much sir patrick for being with us today uh everybody thank you for being here with everybody else uh remember creation station at broward.org gets straight to me if you have a story you'd like us to talk about that week shoot it over to us or if there's a featured library you'd like to see or a li favorite librarian send it to me, creationstation at broward.org, and we'll be glad to try and hook you up. Thank you, everybody. We'll see you next week.